From multiple live locations in Minneapolis or near enough, this is Nice Games Club, the show where nice game devs talk gaming and game development. I'm Ellen Burns Johnson, and I make nice games. I'm Stephen McGregor, and I make nice games. And I'm Mark LaCroix. I, too, make nice games. Uh, For this episode, it's another nice games jam. We've been given a prompt, sealed in an envelope, and we're going to try to come up with a complete game that you can play before the end of the episode. Will it work? We and you are about to find out, and so if everyone is ready... I can see Ellen. I, you're, you're really selling it to me that you're ready. But if we all I'm so are, ready. let's start. All right, Stephen, uh, let's take a look at this envelope. But let's, yes. let's start with the viewers. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm, oh. I'm teasing. I'm teasing oh, the envelope. Okay, okay, okay. Hold so it close what? up to the camera. Yeah. Let it burn into our souls for a couple more minutes. So what oh, okay. is this and why do we have it? This is our nice games jam prompt, and it will tell us what we're supposed to do during this game jam, what our prompt is, and we'll build yeah. a game based off of it over the next hour. So um, my next question is, why on earth did we agree to that? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, we weren't in our right mind when we came up with this. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds no, about I, right. Yeah. It seems like I mean, we'll we, say yes to anything, apparently. Uh-huh. <laughs> We do we do nice game jams on our show, Nice Games Club, uh, our podcast, um, and uh, they have oftentimes been successful. We've never done a live show before, though, so this should be uh, fascinating for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ellen, Ellen, I see an ominous clock over your shoulder. That, yes. that can't be relevant to tonight's proceedings, could it? Well, it's actually not a real clock. It's just a decoration. I love clocks. <laughs> um, no, I hate, I don't particularly like clocks uh this clock is important though because part of the big you know rule set that we give ourselves to do a nice games jam is that we've got to finish the whole thing in an hour mm-hmm. which is uh sometimes we've succeeded and sometimes we have not um but it's it's definitely part of the part of the mix so when we are ready to start i will set this timer for an hour and when an hour has passed it will beep to tell everyone that our time is up for trying to make it work and because we're doing it live and we don't have the ability to edit um although if you're listening to this on a normal feed um and uh there are no particularly embarrassing moments it's because we did edit it after all um (laughs) but because we're doing it live um we're going to be doing this in in more discrete chunks than we normally do our nice games jams is that right yeah uh, yeah, so I think we're, our plan is to have the first 15 minutes be like uh, brainstorming, figuring out what it is we're going to actually do, and then uh, or figure out what it is like the, the game we're actually trying to make, and then the, yeah. the next 15 minutes will be like prototyping. We'll figure out uh, what the game is, how what you actually do in the game, and then uh, the last 15 minutes we'll actually play the game. And uh, as you can see with my lovely hands here, um, <laughs> we'll be <laughs> I'll be the one doing the game playing for the for the team. Right, right. And we made sure we put a camera on Steven's die rolls so he wouldn't cheat. That's the reason, <laughs> yes. right? Right, okay. yes. Yeah, I definitely am not uh, wild about winning, so. <laughs> all not right. competitive uh, so at all. No. <laughs> uh, so I should, before we get started, real quick, this is uh, as part of 2DCon, uh, which is happening online this year. And uh, not just uh, 2DCon, um, but the other thing that's uh, different about this for us is that uh, we're raising some money. Uh, 2DCon has a, uh, a donation link, 2DCon.net slash donate, uh, supporting Able Gamers. Um, they are already past four grand and looking for more than that. And for that to happen, it needs your dollars. So go ahead, uh, 2DCon.net slash donate. Uh, be nice and throw in some coin. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do you say we open that envelope and, uh, uh, you know, 
deal with the results. You don't want to talk about it a little bit more? Talk about like the, the weight, the heft of the envelope? Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's been burning <laughs> a hole in your table. Anything to keep it from happening? Well, yeah. so, uh, who re- so how did this come to us? How did this prompt get in our hands? That's a good question. Yes, I like to delay. Uh, <laughs> Dylan, um, friend of the show and evil game compart- compatriot, um, gave us this prompt inside here and Dale, who is also an evil games compatriot and runs our Twitter, uh, wrapped it up all nice, gave it a nice little wrapping and things. It nice is written over the seal, so we yep. couldn't we could we couldn't cheat. Yes. <laughs> Pretty clever. I well that's why I was there. <laughs> <laughs> my my original so, plan wouldn't have worked. <laughs> uh, for, for folks watching on Twitch who are not as familiar with our show um, we do have occasional Evil Games Club episodes where an entirely different cast comes in and gives us the business and they take over the show for a week. And actually, uh, Evil Games Club was this most recent episode. So yeah. you had to NiceGames.club and check us out that you'll you'll see that and you'll get a flavor for what that's about. They'll come in and take over from time to time and cause us trouble. And that that is also what's in this envelope. Trouble. So <laughs> um, what do you say? You want to open it up and see how we do? Uh, yeah, let's try it. OK, here we go. I didn't practice this ahead of time, so if this is slow, I don't know. <laughs> see a stack of envelopes like under the table. Oh wow, I did this ready. perfectly. Yeah. yeah, that was. Cool. <laughs> I actually practiced this many times. Yes, like mm-hmm. I was saying. Uh, <laughs> from the desk of your boyfriend, Dylan. <laughs> That's, cool. That's nice right. Games. Dylan is the show's boyfriend. <laughs> yes. Nice games club. I've seen a lot of games about automation lately. Your mission: take on this genre, create a game where you are working together to construct a robot. But each player or some players has a secret task they are trying to get the robot to co- complete along the way. Good luck, Dylan. Oh, man, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. <laughs> that's I mean, we are not in any shape to get it done. But, yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, it's, it's got robots. It's got secrets. It's got other things. It's good. I mean, you had me at robots, but... <laughs> All right, Ellen, uh, go ahead and put 15 minutes on the clock, and uh, let's try not to look at it too much. Oh, there's and, no way uh, we're going to avoid it. Yeah, go. like right there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay, so uh, how, how do we approach this prompt? So I'm thinking cards, like a yeah. deck. Oh, with cards, sure. With like different pieces of robots that the team has to somehow lay on the table to construct the robot. Like kind of arrange them, uh, kind of... Um, Sort of dominoes style, but with with cards that have robot pieces on them. Yeah, is that what you mean? Oh, okay, not like fifty two cards. Cards. No, 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 not like a, not like your standard <laughs> playing card deck, but like it's a card a card game. Mm-hmm. Um, got I don't know. That's what comes to mind. What do you guys have? We've got that too. Uh, that I mean, I think that makes sense. Yeah, and especially if this is a game about secrets, I think some form of hidden information other than the secret itself would be valuable yeah. to like uh, keep that secret alive for yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And so ultimately, so when the robot is assembled in whatever way it's assembled, yes, we want it to, it to be obvious to all what the result, what the robot then does. But then, and then after that, we reveal who matched up with that outcome the best or whose, whose motivation that does that sound? Yeah. Well, so yeah, the, like, the, the trick is, is how do we make that information secret, um, but then not reveal it just th- just through play, right? Sure. Like I'm I'm build I'm building a cannon arm because I want this to be a de- a death bot or whatever. Yeah. But then that kind of gives up. Like there could be bluffing involved, right? Like I could I could say like, oh, I'm I'm going to put tank treads on this thing, and, and like, oh, he, that player must want the them to like you know 
to go over rough terrain or something, but like that's not what you actually want to do. If mm-hmm. you waste a turn on a, on a bluff or something like that, I don't know. Yeah, I like that idea. Um, I'm, the way I'm thinking of it is like uh, I'm gonna sketch some stuff. I'm sorry, Ellen, in advance, I'm messing up your things, but <laughs> that's why I gave them to you. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm thinking like maybe each card has like each each like these are little parts that you're planning on putting in your robot, and maybe your robot has like 15, 20 parts on it or something. And but mm-hmm. each yeah. card is worth a certain amount of like different units of here. Let me, let me try writing it down. So like, okay, I'm going to, I can't draw. Here's the sword. That looks like the sword, right? You can't even see it. So this is, oh my gosh, my handwriting is great. So that's just a sword. <laughs> so let's say this part is worth 15 battle points. Yeah. Right? And maybe, maybe other parts are worth like five battle points and uh, 10 um, movement points or something. And so, like, each person's secret goal is, like, craft a robot that has 50, 50 battle points and 25 movement points. Um, and if you get that, you get a certain amount of points. Maybe each player gets, like, three hidden goals that they have to try to go for or something. Yeah. Yeah, so that I'm going for something and you don't know if it's my prime goal or secondary goal. or Exactly. It, it could service multiple goals, for example. I like yes. the idea of, of stats. One, because I think it's something we can accomplish. Yeah. Um, but also it can then obfuscate the ultimate motivation, right? Because it's hidden behind math. Yes. <laughs> so I'm getting like I'm getting I think that we're on to something with the mechanics, but the thing that's starting to that that my brain is starting to pick at is what's our win state? Like how do you yeah. how do you win? Oh, how do you, you know? end? Yeah, that's a good question. Like um, so there's a goal right. that everyone shares, but then there are also secret goals. How do you know when you've met the shared goal? How do you know when you've met the secret goal? Because they can't um, be mutually I- incompatible, right? They can't be right. incompatible with each other. Yeah. So, yeah. The well, way how I'm, about um? Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Stephen. Oh, well, I was just going to say, I think like when you've completed your robot, that would be the when you determine who's won and who wasn't, who hasn't. I was thinking, but where were you going with it, Mark? I was thinking that why don't we make it? It's a bunch of engineers building a, a robot okay. to to resolve a conflict. So there's another robot or there's some other thing it needs to take care of. Mm -hmm. And the different motivations I have are like, oh, it's another robot over the hill. So my my motivation is to build the most powerful robot so we can just destroy the other robot. Yeah. But then another player is saying like, oh, I am going to I want to build a robot with ultimate diplomacy skills so it can talk its way out of this uh, giant battle. right? (laughs) Yes. So so our robot will have D&D stats is what you're saying. Have a high yeah, so like, you know, you either want to be like, uh, you know, the Iron Giant, like built for war, but uh, but interested in peace or like yeah. Johnny Five, also <laughs> built for war, but interested in peace. This is a common robot cliche, um, <laughs> but we can leverage that. Right. So yeah. it can be. Um, so why don't we have a, a, a and this every game could be different. So yeah. uh, you have scenarios that the, the team has to solve. So the yeah. goal of the team is to solve it. And so it is solved. But the individual goals of the players is to solve it in the in their particular way to say advance, you know, someone works for the DOD and somebody works for NASA and they have different motivations as to like what, you know, how to develop this robot program or something and a win based on what they're interested in will get, I'm now getting into the theme of it, but. All right, so that makes me think, I, I'm actually now envisioning like three decks, right? So you have a big, okay. big fat stack of decks that's all robot parts of various types and yeah. it might have like keywords on it, like, you know, whatever the stats are, it might, you know, mention some of the stats on each of the different parts and appendages and things that you have. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to laugh here for a second. 
and mentioned that my sister helps coach a robotics team for high school. And I'm really cool. excited to make her listen to this episode so she can <laughs> listen to how wrong everything is. Sweet. Um, <laughs> um, right. So that's your big stack of appendages. You have a yeah. smaller stack of like um, robot challengers, like that have mm. different wind conditions. Like you have to, you have to have at least this many of this stat in order to beat this scary robot. Um, or you have to have like this robot will only be defeated if your robot has 10 arms. I don't know. Um, and then you have like the third stack, which is like either whatever the secret goals are. And maybe we, depending on the theme, maybe those secret goals are just like, here's the mission from secret robot intelligence, or maybe like you are a character from different robot engineering firms around the the world. Like I'm trying to come up with a word that rhymes with Boston. Anyway, you know, <laughs> Robot <Yeah. Boston. laughs> Boston, 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 Dynamo. Right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, I like the three decks idea. Um, I, I I think the um, the the motivations. I almost want to have it to be a little bit more werewolfy, where there's like three or four just known uh, factions, okay. rather than like a, a whole ton of different motivations. But mm. but talk me out of it. Is that is that too limiting? We have an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, oh. but we can we can say there's a deck full of things and then yeah. just design two or three of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, we can, but we I, but can I'm thinking like in terms of roles, like like you're like you're describing Mark. I think like we yeah. like each three one each of one of us could be like of a different role and like we can hide. Uh, we'll we'll find some way to hide it here. Why did they pick a hidden information game while we're streaming live? Because <laughs> our boyfriend Dylan <laughs> likes to make it tough for us. That's Evil <laughs> Games Club. It's, evil, evil yeah, games club. You're evil. right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> it's, of course, uh, I'm looking at Twitch chat. It's talking about nothing but evilness, <laughs> evil versions of things. Good, good. Uh, which seems to <laughs> evil robot club is the name of our game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've got that down at least. Yes. <laughs> there are there are three decks. The name of the game is about evil robots club, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, cool. So, okay. I like so actually the way that you're th- like describing it, Mark, it could be that one faction is trying to sabotage the robot, and make it less effective. Oh yeah. And okay. One, one in one faction is you know you know the engineers who actually want to get the robot to be functional and be able to defeat these three goals that they get. Um, yeah. And then a third faction does a thing. I don't know what the third faction does. <laughs> so like um well if we're going to if we're going to try to if we're going to borrow from Werewolf for all of those millions of games that that uses mechanics, we can have like five factions but like fewer than five players, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't know there's some unknown as to who's on who's on the board. Um but yeah, I like the idea that one of them is meant to sabotage, right? To damage the credibility of this robot program. One of them could be the sort of peacenik scientist who wants to solve it in a way that does not involve a single, uh, you know, charred out building. One can be about uh, can be just, you know, the the uh, square shouldered general. I'm thinking entirely in the language of 1980s movies with robots in them. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's good. So I'm not going I'm not going to stop until you stop me. <laughs> no, I think I, like I think that. that's that's our aesthetic now. So, OK, OK, there's our art style. <laughs> We could actually pitch this to what? Who who has the rights to uh, to short circuit? Is it MGM? I don't. <laughs> Warmongers. I'm going to call the last section Warmongers because sure. I can't come up with a better one right now. So one of our one for. of our nemesis robots can be Johnny Six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So some number of factions, and we'll design a few of them, but they don't have to be all inclusive. 
Okay. Yeah. And then, so the next part then is the uh, the deck of cards that represent the robot parts, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so there's, I mean, we could do it in a way that is more like um, a board game style, like operation, but then you you know move pieces on a board mm-hmm. or like a, like RPG inventory where there's slots that you put cards on or something, yeah. or it can just be a deck of cards that you then. You know, so the robot could be bigger or smaller depending on how many r- cards are placed or whatever. Yeah. Um, or it could just be cards you play and they're not assembled. Um, I'm not sure, Ellen, wh- uh, wh- where you were thinking of how, how it might look visually. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, well, I was thinking like we could have different categories of pieces, you know, like and to have a complete we could write in the rules like to have a complete robot that you need at least like like your there needs to be a body and there needs to be something that moves. Right. And like that's. Yeah. It, it just needs then it, beyond that, like it needs to have, I don't know. I don't know. We can make more constraints if we want to, but I think just to start simple, like um, there it needs to have like a chassis, like, it needs to have like a body and then yeah. it needs to have some form of, I don't even know if we want to put any more there. Like there needs to be a body piece. The rest is up to you and however you want right, to beat right. this robot, but the yeah. opponent robot's going to have criteria too. Like, you know, your robot has to yeah. move it. So, so many about, miles per hour. There, there's um, it needs a body, and the body can have components in it, like a processor or, uh, you know, mm-hmm. a targeting computer or something. So that yeah, could yeah. be, so that could, those could be cards you play. Mm-hmm. Then you can attach uh, appendages, any number of legs. It's a robot, mm-hmm. um, or t- or tank treads or whatever you, you know, any number of arms, and then maybe separately, uh, you can have the robot brain, and this is where we can get kind of silly and like a morality core or. You know, or or like a um uh, um like a super cooled processor, so it can do stuff like that or whatever. So there'd yeah. be Empathy like body chip. brain parts, or yes. and and the the yeah something like that. Okay, so then the way you'd play it is you have your like you have like a, a hand that you mm-hmm. that you essentially. Okay, well, we can yeah. get into that in the next section, like the actual. Specific. Yeah, like you draw so many parts, and then you have to like go around in turns to place different parts. And yeah, yeah. So and if somebody gets to fill that slot before you do. Well, then you're all building it quickly because it's an right. emergency. So that's, right, that's the yeah. I also think I, what I might suggest maybe is that there's a limited number of connection spots on each card. Mm. So like okay. if you have a, and that could be a variable that we play with, like a chassis. So a maximum one, of like twenty two legs. <laughs> yeah, or like if you want to have twenty-two legs, you have to connect two chassis together, so you have a terrible oh, robot centipede yeah. happening. Oh! The power tap or whatever it is, the, right? To add extra controllers. Okay. Yeah. That, oh, I love that. That's fantastic. So the normal chassis comes with a, a, a you know, let's say you know bipedal amount of ports, but you can add a splitter or an extra. Com- I love it. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, we've got two or three minutes left in this section. So the third deck is the the challenge or the opponent or something. So that could be just like a, a a card with like the whole scenario on it. It could just be like 30, 50 scenarios. And that'd be an opportunity for expansions mm-hmm. if this game were commercial. Mm-hmm. Or it could be, uh, um, you could assemble it from various parts. Like it could be another robot always. I'm kind of leaning towards it just being like a scenario that has criteria for solving. I like that. You know, the interesting thing is you could have then like different decks and different like flavors of challenges. You could have an entire deck that's like environmental challenges or oh, yeah, kaiju, yeah, yeah. a kaiju deck and like Ooh. nasty alien deck and stuff like that. That's and, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's, that's really good. Okay. Yeah. So that's roughly, okay, look, I mean, we've got like 90 seconds left in this brainstorming and I think we're doing really good. Yeah, yeah I'm okay. already at the point where I'm like, let's make this, I wanna play. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah. for clarification's sake, um, there are three decks. And what are the three decks roles specifically? I want to write write them down for our listeners. 
Um, and viewers, I guess we're on, we're live. <laughs> there's the parts deck. It's a big deck full of robot parts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some uh, more practical than others. Sure. My handwriting is atrocious. I am apologizing. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, mostly for your benefit. <laughs> I'm writing and for fast. visual interest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Parts. Um, there is the factions deck. Factions. Oh, and this is where mm-hmm. the hidden information comes into play. That's where your hidden goals come yes. into play. Gotcha. And then the mission deck, right? Yes. Mission yeah, yeah, deck. Yeah. It's a good way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we can. So I think this- ultimately the the parts will be this enormous three hundred card deck. It'll be monstrous. And then the factions yeah, and huge. missions will be shorter. Yeah. But then as you buy new mission decks or whatever. You'll okay. Cool. In faction decks, parts. you can do more factions too. Yeah. Oh Whoa. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's really good. Change the. Uh, I love it. This is. We've already got a market plan yeah. for this. Thing. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, how did that happen? It'll be a nice small deck, so it probably won't be very expensive. It'll be great. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It's done. It's t- the thinking time is over. The doing time begins. Do okay. time. This what are we supposed to do now? Really sketching stuff. Well, we've got so these na- three decks, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we need to get really like figure out exactly how they work. Yes. And also turn order, max number of players, all the right. things that turn this from a cool potential idea to a total slog. Yeah. <laughs> Now's the time for that. All right. You guys ready for the next section? No, but whenever you're ready. <laughs> I'm starting the next section. Okay. Okay. <sighs> okay. So like I'm I'm imagining that like what what I well, the way I'm thinking of it is like you have a deck of cards, right? And they all have your different parts or whatever. Um and then like you have on the on your uh right next to you you have like your hidden information. This is your faction. This is what you're going to do. It tells you mm-hmm. what like you want to win with. Um and so like what I'm thinking is that like each turn what can happen is each person places face down their um the part that they want to put on the robot next. And maybe like it, oh, okay. it starts in three sections. Like maybe you start with the body uh, and then you move on to the brain and then you do the legs and the other appendages or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And so the first thing you do is you pick the body and each person votes, not votes, but each person places what they think would be a good body type. And then uh, it flips and maybe that's hidden. Maybe like you don't see who put the body out, who put um, each body type out or whatever. And they flip mm-hmm. it. And then like you can, uh, as a group, talk about it for like a minute, two minutes, three minutes, and determine what uh, makes sense for this for this robot. Oh, oh, so there's like, there's negotiation. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't consider that, but I like that a lot. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, how wait, about... Wait, Ellen, um, are you, are, do you not like it? <laughs> I'm just <laughs> trying to think of how we would, right, because like it's negotiation. Yeah. 
And I mean, that makes it kind of hard, right? Like, because like the loudest person at the table tends to be the one who wins whatever negotiation, I think. Well, how about this? Go ahead. Uh, Let's let's remove the requirement to agree on anything. Okay. Right. So so everybody gets to play, do independent actions. Yeah. But there's a period where you try to convince each other to do something different. So yes. it, it it gives an advantage in some degree to people who are persuasive or super good bluffers, mm-hmm. but doesn't give them any kind of like mechanical, um, you know, domination. Uh, gotcha. Presumably. And then so at like, the end, you like vote on it? No, no, no. How about, oh. um, a, a, so, um, okay, look, this is going to be a small number of players, right? I think three, yeah. there's three of us. It might, this idea might limit us in that case. Okay. I was thinking it'd be fun to have eight or nine people, but I think, yeah. so everyone puts down a card and maybe the ba- the backs of the cards show what type of component it is. Like yeah. this is a processor, or this is a yes. this is a um an, a, a configuration joint or something, or this is a, a an append or some some category of part. Yeah, you put that down, so I know what part you want to place. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, but I was going to take that slot. So if they tr- if they do that kind of computer in my hand, I've got the one, but I really want to put get down that that chainsaw right away because yeah. And so. Um, so everybody places it down and then there's a period where you can talk about, and this is where you can kind of bluff. You could be like, oh, you know what? Like, uh, you know, I, I, I don't have any computers in my hand. So like, you might want to save that one for when you really, when there's a, or something like that perhaps. Mm-hmm. And then maybe there's mm-hmm. some mechanic for everyone to get like a mulligan, like everyone maybe in turn. So it doesn't just go forever. Like in turn, everyone can swap their card out once or something. Um, and then that can just cycle every turn. The first person goes can be different. So let um, me, let me make sure that let me, let me kind of talk through what that would be then. Yes. Right. So it's the, we are in the very first part of building the robot and yeah. it's the first round. Right. And so I, I think that's that solution, that idea of having the type of part on the back of the card is totally the right thing to do because other, the, otherwise you're going to have people pulling all the same parts and dialogue is going to go forever. Yeah. Um, uh, but then by seeing what pe- parts people are playing and picking and how they're arguing, like you might be able to figure out what their faction is and be able to cut them off. Um, yeah. So anyway, so we're all, we all draw cards from our hand and we put our hands down and we put down the card that we want to play. And everyone's when everyone's ready, everybody flips. And mm-hmm. um, if all the parts can be played on the table at the same time, that's by default what happens. If there is a conflict, like two people have played chassis and you only have enough engine power or whatever for one right now, um, then there has to be like a team discussion and a vote. Okay. Okay. So in in the, in the, so normally it just moves on. um, But if there's, if something needs to be resolved, then there's some mechanism for doing that. Yeah. Vote or you flip a coin or something like that. Yeah, or you spend points that you have, like influence points, perhaps. Oh, um, that's a new. But you have a limited number of them, so like yeah. you could be like, you know, um, yeah, we both we both put down an appendage in the last appendage slot. Well, okay, um, but I I have my last, you know, but I really really want this appendage, mm. like it's critical to my success. Yeah. So I will then uh, use my influence points, and maybe it's a bidding war uh, until you both run out or something. So we're at, um, we're adding a lot of dynamics. If I might channel my inner yeah, agility rain, rain me in um <laughs> maybe start with the with the start start with something simple like vote or flip coin yeah. um and then if that's not getting what we want in terms of the intrigue <laughs> okay so some uh, mechanism but we'll start as simple as we can yeah let's yeah. try it simple and then if we need Good to strategy, if we need yeah, to make it yeah it. so how about the uh, the other thing i had this is not let's just have instead of revealing what part it is let's yeah. just leave the categories on the table until all the slots are full 
and then and and then at the end of the game, you flip them all over and see what robot you've got. <laughs> okay, because that that keeps my that keeps my faction hidden as long as possible. Right, right, and it's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> and it gives some <laughs> doubt as to whether a, the team will win. Yeah. Right. It, it, uh, in yeah. any fashion. Right. Because uh-huh. the team will all get points if you win, but then someone will get extra points if they're. Does that Ellen skeptical? <laughs> well, <laughs> what makes you say that? Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to like simplify the, the, the headspace. Like if I, you know, I put down a computer part in the last computer part slot and then but I don't need to reveal what it is. And then I, that, I take that secret all the way to the end of the game. And then other people don't have to think too much about how to compensate for the result every turn or change their strategy. The game could move a lot quicker, maybe, but it also might end up being like way too much uh, decision paralysis in like the last couple of turns. I don't know. I think so. I think the thing the thing that makes me there, there are two things that make me think that I think we should just have people show what parts they're building as they lay mm-hmm. them down on the road. So if they, they lay down it says that this is a component of this type. You flip it and you, you everyone sees what part it is and what the stats are and everything. I think there are two reasons why that would be fun. One, I think it actually is kind of a cool thing to try to guess everyone's faction. Um, mm-hmm. and cause that might influence your choices about what you do. Yeah. And I think that's something okay. that would be fun to play out as the robot is being built. The other yeah. thing okay. that's fun is like, it is cool to like do a flip reveal and maybe that could be a different mode of the game where everyone, you just mm-hmm. put it down blind and you flip it and you're like, ah, what is this? Um, <laughs> But like, there's a there's a scenario you're trying to beat with specific win like winning like victory criteria, and yeah. so I think it'd feel bad if you like flip it over and you're like, what did we do? This is not going to work. Um, okay, okay. The other thing is, and it being funny is not nearly enough of a of a consolation prize to that. Well, maybe, but I don't. The other, the I mean, thing- I'm with you. I think I think you're totally uh, sinking this battleship of my idea on this. I think you're totally right. I wanted to play with that idea though because I think the I. The idea of a totally, I mean, as you know, from my development on Widget Satchel, <laughs> things that don't work, that just involve whacking. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my jam. I'm all about that. So, like, if you just have a complete crap pile of a robot, like, that's hilarious yeah. to me. But I, that, that, that's, that feeling of hilarity mm-hmm. is going to happen when someone is like, okay, so this robot is looking very, very, like, man person like it's got two mm-hmm. arms it's got a leg or you just have to add another leg and someone comes out with like a weird tentacle thing you know like right, right. like oh, that's, that's surprise yeah. it's wings like <laughs> yeah like okay i think we'll get yeah, that yeah. if we put some weird stuff in the parts deck yeah you're super right and i think the other thing the problem with my suggestion is that it doesn't give you enough information to play the second turn there, there's yeah. something there, but I don't think we're, I, I, I think it's the wrong, it's probably the wrong direction. So I'm, I'm with you. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I do want to make sure we preserve that hilarity, but doing it on a per turn basis sounds totally, I think we can capture that. Yeah. I do want to, uh, once we finish this game, we can yeah. do that one next. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. With, with the time we have, just reset right. the clock. So is, we'll- it, so is it apparent in the beginning that you, uh, oh, what the mission is? Like when you start building a robot, you know right away. I think so. Okay. Yeah, 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 sense. yeah. That makes sense. Because then you have to decide, like, oh, I need to plan. We all need to work together to solve this. Yeah. But I need to trick them into doing things that will also help mine or whatever. Yeah. And the, those are complicated motivation scenarios and mechanics that we're probably not going to be successful in totally res- making work in our first prototype. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be what balance and and you know um, 
number fiddling is going to ultimately get us to. Okay, is um, what I'm doing with these with these cards making sense? It's kind of hard to read them, but like I can these are the categories for robot parts. Uh, sort of. So like I made appendages. Appendages. I don't know how to yeah. spell it. So if this is wrong, cat, <laughs> somebody tell me. Uh, this is body. I don't know. There's different types of bodies, different types mm-hmm. of appendages. There should be different types of processors. Y'all brought that up. Um, things like that. <laughs> And then each of us gets like one of these things and we place it on the table. And then like based on like the qualifications of what the robot works, if that makes a full robot, that is the full robot. Correct. Or am I missing uh, so something? There's, there's two ways to do it. One is to have an empty, like a board or a, a sheet or yep. just a, a, a grid. Like the robot is an empty shell and you fill it with parts. It's a, it's a, it's the torso case and you put stuff in it and attach things to it. And yeah. so the cards represent the things you attach or the uh, there's a card that's body type like a uh, quadruped or biped or you know uh, insectoid or some other kind of uh, or helicopter or whatever <laughs> and 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 whoever places that first um and maybe it isn't the first thing placed right yeah. um that would then determine what goes on to it i'm kind of leaning towards the former just cuz that's a little less complicated mm-hmm. and or you pull all the chassis parts out of the parts deck and you mm-hmm. just draw the first one after shuffling them and that's what your team has to build with. Oh, I like that. Okay. Well, I mean, that could also be resolved simply by rolling a die and looking at a table, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, in terms of, so let's, let's imagine that um, that could be a thing, but let's just pick one just bipedal robot with potential expansions. Yeah, um, yeah, okay. And then sure. per- perhaps we could, uh, the game would, would be, be suited to have other types later. Okay. Um, Okay, so the types are um, a, like attachments, and that's uh, arms, legs, weapons that go right into the shoulder, um, and then um, some something you put in the body, uh, whether that's like a PCI express cards or or, or <laughs> yeah. something, and then yeah. like then things you put in the brain or the head, which would be like uh, you know CPU and uh, I mean you can put a CPU anywhere, but it's a robot, so you know it goes in the head. Um, and then like, um, you know, a laser sight, visual, st- you know, that kind of thing. Um, so okay. mapped roughly to human capabilities. Does that Rocket make sense? Boots. Okay. So the, okay. Let me write this. So that makes, that's three, that's just three categories then. Yeah. Right. It's, um, body stuff, head stuff, uh, you know, uh, limb body stuff. stuff, head stuff, limb stuff. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Limbs. That's a much easier way. I can spell limbs. I can't spell appendages. <laughs> for the purposes of our design, <laughs> I think limbs is great, but I think yeah. ultimately we'd want to call them something else for the sake of the theme because mm-hmm. it could include things that aren't but i think for our purposes keep things straight okay. probably what we want Arts. to go with for now you know well this is a wild idea just while uh-huh. steven's writing things out what if the so what if we like combine the idea of having the grid and but also the decks and the things that you draw and play from your deck your uh, parts deck mm-hmm. are are there and those are like those control your stats right but then you also have this like either sheet of paper or whiteboard or whatever in the middle where someone gets to make an attempt at drawing this thing. <laughs> and it's absolutely has no mechanical purpose. It's yeah, just right, like right. adding to the craziness, I guess. So it co- the game comes with a little whiteboard and somebody's in charge, the quartermaster or something or the, 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 the lead uh, engineer or something is responsible for drawing it for i like that it's pretty yeah. good yeah <laughs> that's good that's steven in this prototype yeah. yes it would be me and it could be like a role that passes like you know like a little token that you pass around for each round um oh yeah so it ends up becoming sort of an exquisite corpse kind of 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, that could be a game. We could remove all the mechanics from this and just draw a card that tells you what to draw on a robot. And that's just a party game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. But later. <laughs> <laughs> I like how this game has spawned into like five different games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> We're developing yeah. it this way. I yeah. guess that's kind of how development works, really. Yeah. yeah. It's how okay, many so rabbit holes you want to I need to draw all of these parts. Then yeah, this like, is this is the problem because parts. we only have a couple we only have a couple minutes left for this section, and then we wanted yeah. to move into playtesting. Right, but really, we do need to generate some materials here. Yes, so Can let's we, talk. Like, so use other things to generate the materials because I'm not going to be able to draw these fast enough <laughs> to, for 15 minutes of testing. Well, yeah, I think drawing you don't need to worry about drawing. Uh, okay, let's have. Uh, we now need to pick what the stats are, and sure. so let's say there's three types of stats, and then we should pick in each category. We should pick say three or four items and give them plus whatever to those three stats. And we're just going to randomly pick a bunch of things, and then that's going to be our deck. Um, okay. That's going to eat some time. This is normally a big... Sometimes when we do games like this, dear listener and viewer, this is what we cut out of the show, is some of the sort of just writing things down in a notebook. Um, but we're going to have to find a way to make this happen uh, as quickly as we can. Um, well, Stephen is writing. If we can if we can somehow, as a group, multitask here, while Stephen's yeah. writing down stats and things for a, a limbs... And yeah. um, and whatnot. Maybe we could bounce some ideas around for a scenario. Yes, that's a good idea. So, um, Stephen, your uh, your uh, the spreadsheet is yours to create. Um, okay, <laughs> get to it. I'll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Let's go. <laughs> I guess viewers will be able. I guess y'all be able to see it too while I'm doing it. Um, yeah, right. you're gonna have to really hurry though because you've got seconds. <laughs> Give Ellen, quick, more add more time. Should I yes. cheat? Should I cheat? <laughs> yeah, give us five. Give us five. All right. Yeah. Give it a okay, yeah. That's a time right, timer, so, by the way. So people who are mentioning in the chat, you like the, t the the clock. It's called time timer, which I do love the product. That name is really, really lame. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, anyway. Okay. So, okay, so uh, uh, scenarios, missions. What do you got? Uh, a, okay. I'm th the first thing that pops in my head was giraffes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we can work with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. So let's yeah. go with it. Uh, um, um, okay, so uh, we, we can imagine a bunch of scenarios. We should come up with a few and then design one. There's right? a horde of zombies. There's a horde of zombie giraffes. There's one. Okay. Descending so, uh, on Gotham City. <laughs> okay. That's um, pretty good. Um, yeah, we can, I mean, really, the ultimately, the, these scenarios could be like utterly incompatible with each other they could all be the plots of wildly different movies yes rather than being all sort of feel like they're from the same thing yes um okay so another one might just be um you know opposing robot right mm -hmm. um and that and could be randomly designed or could use the similar stats or whatever mm -hmm. um another one might be uh more like army corps of engineers kind of stuff like um uh mm -hmm. like uh, building a bridge right yeah someone mentioned forest fire which oh okay yeah um, I like that. And then, yeah, the, yeah. the, the faction is trying to damage things. We'll put a flamethrower on it instead of the hose. <laughs> Counter fire. That's the thing. That's a firefighting technique though, isn't it? <laughs> it sprays yeah. gasoline instead of water. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's pretty good. Yeah. 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 So we have, uh, zombie giraffes. Um, so, you know, a wa wave shooter, basically <laughs> like yeah. many, a multi-vector target. Yeah. You have your big robot to go against. Um, and, and you so have a natural you disaster. Robot differently. Yep. Natural disaster, um, it's a building or constructing or some sort of thing like that. So these are sort of roughly categories. Mm -hmm. I like all that. 
Um, do we want to pick one of those, or should we maybe think of a couple more? Um, I mean, we can do a couple more, but we also have to come up with factions. Yes. Okay. So. Oh dang um, it! I gotta draw those too. Ah. So sh- maybe we just stick with opposing robot for now. Let's stick with opposing robot. I think that'd be the easiest. I I don't. I'm not even sure where to begin coming up with stats for zombie like horde of zombie giraffes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So th- in terms all- of. And let me let me real quick. I've been drawing. I have three shapes, and oh boy, I just dropped the mark. Well, I have three shapes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is uh, I have three shapes that I made. Uh, let's see if you can see them. This is like brain. Move it closer to the camera. Yeah, brain. This is brain attack. Power, right. Yeah, brain power. This is attack power. It's swords, you can tell. And then mm-hmm. this one, shield defense. Okay, yeah. that's all I have for stats. I don't know. Okay, um, we can so start yeah. Other scenarios might require the other stats, but I think those three are good for the scenario we're designing. Yeah. Um, so it's good enough for this prototype. Uh, excellent for this prototype, in fact. I love it. Cool. Um, cool deal. I'll keep drawing. <laughs> I only did the bodies. I got to keep doing stuff. Yeah. Brain. So there's brain. The factions are going to have to be focused either around the outcome of the scenario or the stats, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so the, the thing about the scenario that I, I kind of want to get to is what is the criteria for beating the scenario? So if it's another robot, we don't need to have the scenario should be resolved or not at the end of the game. It shouldn't be like a whole bunch of turns of fighting a robot. No. So my thinking is the alternate robot has, it requires you to have X amount of power in these categories or whatever uh, in order to defeat, if that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. And then so really all you're going for, th- the simplest version of this is, uh, is like, think of like the three stats is like, you know, uh, red, blue, yellow. And then all you're doing is just like adding more to each of those things because the thing requires this much of red, blue, or yellow. That's the sort of the distilled version of this, right? Yeah, I think so. So that doesn't sound fun. Um, yeah. And ultimately, the it would be stats, but then also it would like a robot would be like, oh, this robot is immune to this type of attack. So that your the limb you put on it doesn't just have an attack power; it has a category or something. So this would be. The game would have lots of dimensions, perhaps, that we don't need to worry about for prototype, but like a, a, a um, like a buzzsaw versus a laser, right? Mm-hmm. They both have the same attack power, but they are good against certain types of scenarios or whatever that could be part of that. So it could be more interesting and complicated, but we don't really have the capacity for that exactly. Does that make sense or, or am I leaving too much for later? Um, no, I think we want to, the thing that I'm worried about is that, like, if it's not fun with a few mechanics, add it, like, a few, few stats, then adding more stats, I don't, maybe it works, but it feels itchy to me. It doesn't feel like the right. That sounds like something I would say, so I think you've, you you just got me. (laughs) 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 Um, so there should should be some other criteria, like, that's the thing I, I hung up on is exactly, um, like how to determine if you as a team have met the goal. It could just be that like you have to make sure you have a certain number of stats of each section of each thing. And maybe each yeah. um and maybe each faction wants to have that mo- the most of each thing in it. Mm. So like yeah. the warmonger wants as many swords as possible. Yep. But like you only need ten swords to to beat this one. Oh, okay. That's so totally the, it. The the co-op battle is isn't that mechanically interesting. Because yeah. you'd have to be a pretty crappy team to to lose the, that. Yes. Or right? deep deep seated rivalries between your factions yeah. that go back or multiple per- games. Yes. <laughs> or it's a particular challenge for the 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 sabotage faction to prevent that from happening. Right. So, okay. Yeah. So that's good. So there's like Stephen, you said like the aggressor faction is gonna be like 
you win, you win, your faction wins the interfaction conflict this round if your robot has more swords than any other stat. And yeah. the pacifist faction wins if they have um, the most defense of every stat. Mm-hmm. Or if we have more stats later, and maybe the most huggableness or something. I'm not sure. Yep. Um, yep. The, Cth- <laughs> the Cthulhu faction wins if you have the most appendages or whatever. Yep. Um, and then like the, the evil the faction. Merchandising department wins if there's like the most, <laughs> the most logos on it and fins. Like, yes. Um, yes. yeah. So we've got, we've got aggressor, we've got pacifist. Oh, and then the create an AI that can take over the world faction wins. If you have the most brain and yeah. then the evil games club faction wins. If you've, you've somehow sabotaged it. So that you, your robot does not meet the criteria for the scenario. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then that, that there could be extra mechanics there about like negative points that, that you, you know, whatever. But for, <laughs> I think we more or less got it. I think, um, <laughs> uh, I hope, I don't know if I have enough parts. Um, yeah. The problem is, is like now how, how do we have, uh, this is a, a problem unique to the format that we're doing. This is yeah. how do we each have a hand of cards? If, if, uh, Steven has all the cards. That's a good question. How did we hide that? <laughs> we didn't think this one. You know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to play act, right? This Steven, is, yeah. you're gonna have all three yeah. hands, and we're all just gonna have to play a scenario um, without without actually playing the game. Ooh, That's the way basically. We're gonna have to do it. Yep. C- can I present a the the scenario that we have to beat? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So we have a, a suggestion from chat that we have a dinosaur laser. So I I think our cur- our first evil games club robot that we have to fight is a dinosaur with a laser on its head, a t- uh-huh. robot T-Rex with a laser on its head. Okay. That tracks. Sure. Y- you sound like you had, you felt you had to convince us of this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm good. I just wanted to get the I mean, details, yes, right? Like <laughs> right, yeah, dinosaur right, laser, but we said it was going to be a robot. So it has to be a yeah. robot dinosaur. And they also said laser. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to make okay. sure we have all the right boxes. I checked. mean, the only thing that's yep. missing from that is explosions of some form, and then we're good to go. Really? Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, you, yeah, that's that's Alan's forte for sure. Uh, um, okay. Okay. Well, I let's did see. Write um, down. Here, hold on. I put. Yes, I made three factions. We got we got warmonger. We got scientist. We got saboteur. Okay. Uh, so just shuffle those and then deal them to each of the three of us. And we'll just have to reveal, we won't know, but let's just say we'll just, we will know in this case. Um, yeah. And Ellen, we are now coming up on uh, uh, 15 minutes left in the, the block. So give us another 15 minutes. And this is going to be our, we're going to be able to try to test this as quick as we can and then do a, a little postmortem. So we'll see what we can get done in time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Steve, you don't have to Ooh. shovel that long. <laughs> Wait, have we, yeah, have, you're right. we haven't outlined <laughs> the criteria for success, right? For, against this robot. Late, oh, yeah, we, we are going to have to do this on the fly. I think. Yeah, it's going to be fine. some number okay. of something. Um, we're just going to have to test out the play. You will yeah. beat the robot dinosaur with a laser on its head if you mm-hmm. have three defense, three attack, and three brain. Oh, that's easy. Sounds okay. good. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, based on the numbers I picked. Anyways, um, yeah. Okay, so everybody gets to. Do we get to see it? Should I reveal it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Just... This is uh, closer to the camera. Yes, this is Mark. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this one's Alan. <laughs> Appropriate. All right, I'll take it. And I, I guess I'm warmonger. This all tracks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so in this case, I'm just trying to have the most brain. Steven, uh, you're actually trying to get us to fail. 
or no, Ellen, you're trying to get us to fail, and mm-hmm. Steven, you're trying to get the most um, attack. Yes. Um, okay, and, and I then, got okay. a big deck of parts. Like, all of the parts have, like, uh, these numbers definitely aren't balanced, but of course not. You just started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the heck? You had 15 minutes, Steven. Why not? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> okay, so I'll, uh, I guess I'll just, I'll just divide them evenly. I don't know how many I made. Uh, two, three. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three. One, oh, man. Well, Steven's doing that. I just want to say, this is going great. I'm really two, enjoying this one. Yeah, yeah this, this is fun. fun. Did I count right? Yeah. One, two, three. One, two, three. And no one gets that one. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, yes, I should have put the on the front, on the back of them, the body, and then on the other side, the stats. I guess it doesn't matter that much. Um, okay, so I'm just going to give this one to me. I don't know what I got. I'm going to give this one to... <laughs> Alan. I'm, I'm going to open up a notepad on my computer and I'm just going to write down all the cards you give me. Okay. And then this one is... I want to wing it. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. These are your parts. Those are for Mark? Are you, These are Marks. These are Marks. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Okay. So I got a, a B2 and an, a, a A25. Yep. I don't. These right. numbers are not balanced. <laughs> Told you. Sounds good. <laughs> this one's a B30. B30. It's a a body. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, right. There's categories, too. Yeah. The last two were bodies. This one's a uh, limb, and it's uh, defense 10. Okay. Uh, Head, uh, brain, five, uh, defense five. Okay. Uh, Head, uh, attack 15. Okay. And limb, uh, brain 10. Wow, you've got a good advantage here. You've got a lot of brain. So it's not really a robot T-Rex with a laser on its head. It's like a robot Dilophosaurus with a laser on its head. Yeah. Alan, you're going to be real disadvantaged based on the numbers we picked because these numbers are very high. (laughs) Um, Ed, Alan, you've got 15. Okay. Are you you just going to wing it or are you going to write them down? No, I'm writing it down. Mark is right. (laughs) Okay. Um, The competition's on now. Yeah, right? I know. Um, Body, um, attack 30. Oh, it's a 30. Sorry, I thought it was a 10. Okay. 30, yeah. No, my handwriting. Um, That's cool. <laughs> limb with defense 5. Body with defense 30. Um, head with um, brain 15. And then limb with attack 10. And then, uh, do I need to? I, I can see what I have. I'm not going to see. Yeah, we don't actually have to know what you have. You can just, yeah. <laughs> okay. And in fact, I, I, Ellen's not going to remember what my cards are, and I don't remember what hers are. So this yeah. is actually kind of okay. So, um, so a play is I will just say what type of card I will play. And we each say that, and then we'll mm-hmm. reveal at the end. And so we each have our categories we want. Um, to defeat this thing, I think 333 is probably too low uh, of a threshold. Yeah, yeah. Should we say 202020? Uh, or what is even if, that too low? Okay, here's, a, here's, a, here's an idea. What if we made it so that you need a defense of 30 to pass? No, a defense of 15 to pass. And that's it. Does that make sense? Because it's not any one of our goals. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, okay. The, and ultimately, that might not make sense for other configurations of players and stuff, but that'll yeah. work for our prototyping purpose. Yes. Because it gives us an alternate motivation explicitly. Yeah. With, with it. Okay, great. Cool. So that's not how the game will work exactly, but it will, it'll, it'll motivate us in the way that we want it to. I love yep. it. Yeah. Cool. Okay. okay. Awesome. Very smart. So now we, so pick, we, all, we pick one of each category? Yes. And so now we need to decide what are the limits for the, the robot, right? Um, it can have this many of how many? Should we just say it can have two of each? Um, or, or uh, two brain, two body, f- four limbs. Um, 
Uh, I mean, I guess the turn will be one over. Brain, let's go one brain, okay. one body, four limbs. I like that. Uh, well, the, the turn will be over almost, or the game will be over after two turns then, right? That's maybe okay because we only have 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Okay, perfect. Because then I have a huge advantage in terms of I have tons of uh, brain in my yeah, hand. You do. But, uh, but you don't know, but some of my brains are in limbs. And so. Oh, just yeah, I, okay. Right. So, like, yeah, okay. So I, I, I get this. This is good. Got it. Oh. So, the criteria are you have to fill out all these spots on your robot and it has yeah. to meet 30 defense minimum. <laughs> Mark, you're yeah. going to win. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. My cards suck. <laughs> <laughs> Who drew these things, man? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, let's each pick a card to play. I'm going to pick a. Hmm. I'm going to pick a body card. Okay. Um, and, so and you I, wouldn't I, know that necessarily until I flip it down. Right. You put it on the table, but it would have the body icon on the back. Yes. Right. I, the, the, um, what I'd, I'd love to, and this becomes a physical challenge. I'd love mm-hmm. to be able for us, for I not to know what types you're playing before I play mine. It, or we can, or we do it in sequence, um, in which case then it's fine. Okay. Does that make sense? I just thought of something. That'd be cool. Yeah. Let's hear it. Go for it. Um, what if certain parts they might have like negative have like a negative attribute? So like yeah, oh yeah, yeah. man, so I plus wish this I had but minus that. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So that so you want brain, but it's like minus uh, defense, defense, and that hurts the goal. So you actually are, you you're not you won't play that card until you know it's safe to play it. Right, yeah. and that or you're would... the saboteur, and you can play that card, but you can act dumb. Like you're like, oh, but I really want the brain. That's why. Yeah. I play well, it. and or that you would can make... act like right. a scientist. Yeah, and because yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it would make sense because then it would make sense for the the enemy thing to need yeah. multiple different stats because you're having to balance against the different stats across the entire robot, right? Yeah. So, like, I do also need we, need we need thirty defense, but we also need twenty brain. And yeah. this yeah, appendage yeah, yeah. it has negative five defense, but it's got nine brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is great, man. This is so smart. Like, because it it not only allows us to have the scenario be more interesting uh, without having to add more complexity. Yeah. But it also allows us to hold our factions a little secret, more secret, a little longer. Mm-hmm. And it rewards clever play mm-hmm. yeah. uh, in that. This is genius. Ellen, uh, tell past Steven that so he can draw those correct cards. <laughs> well, it's like a, let me rewind time. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's going to be in the game, but let's just, let's prototype this real quick. Um, and then with the uh, understanding that it will have that richness uh, going forward. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, so we can't really hide what cards we're about to pick. So we'll just yes. do it simultaneously. Ellen, did you pick your card? It sounds like Mark did. Oh, uh, there's no way for me to win, really, so it's hard for me to pick. Um, you, you, you lay down a body card, right, Mark? Yeah. I'm going to lay down a head card. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. I'm about to lay down a limb card, so that works out. Okay, well. so okay. this works pretty well if we do it in sequence, so there's no, yeah. none of that resolving that we talked about earlier. So maybe we okay. give up on that, because it's kind of hard to, you know... Anyway, all right. So that's what we've okay. done. Yeah, um, yeah. So we're, we're, there's no conflict or whatever, and okay, so we we'll reveal cool. what it is. Pick. I got. I picked limbs five. Uh, mine is uh, uh, that brain thirty. <laughs> oh, I thought you picked body. You picked brain. No, it's oh, body. No, like the body. It's gives a body you brain card. 30. But it's the brain stat. Yeah. What the heck, Mark? I know, I'm the right? saboteur. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, no, none so of us that, have that's skill. the thing. I, I'm like this. You you know, I play Civ this way. I just dump everything into science <laughs> without regard for the consequences. <sighs> okay, um, I put down a head with attack fifteen. Okay, we got. Oh, 
Ooh, hold up. I'm coming. I'm coming back. Okay, so so far we have twenty total in this. Um, mm-hmm. We've got how much brain? You said you had thirty brain. Thirty brain. Thirty brain. Yes. Uh, and then we have one body, one brain. Oh, we're good on brains and bodies. Now. We're good on brain and body. So all that's left is limbs. We also so have no defense, because... and we need thirty defense. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh, uh, not that I'd reveal this to you while playing, but none of my ca- none of my remaining cards that I can play uh, have defense. Oh, good. So, so all I can go for now is like the noble failure, right? Like, I, yeah. I can maximize. So that might be a gameplay strategy: is I'll maximize my faction, even though I'm certain that I've I've already lost the race for the t- uh, t- to help the team. <laughs> oh, right? you did my job for me. Thanks. Yeah. yeah sometimes uh... it goes that way. <laughs> It, the, it was 30 brain, Ellen. How could I turn it down? <laughs> it's too I mean, tempting. That dinosaur is going to get so many people with its laser. Uh, it's I bet Ellen got all the defense cards. I bet that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll talk okay, about so, it in the post. <laughs> all right. So our next turn, our next turn, um, I will uh, play a limb card. Uh, and we have no choice but to play limb cards at this point, right? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And there's three uh, limbs left. So we all play a limb card if we have it. I also play a limb card. I also play mm-hmm. a limb card. Okay. Uh, sir, oh, I was either reading this wrong or psych because my limb has defense 10. Okay. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> so you revealed yours, Mark. And yes. then, Stephen, do okay, you reveal mine next? Mine is plus five shield, plus five brain. Okay. So we're at 15 defense? Uh-huh. Yes. All right. My limb has five defense. Hey, okay. we still didn't make it, right? We're at 20. <laughs> That's 20. We needed 30, right? Is it just right? five? It's just yeah. five. Oh, okay. And then I added a, I added five to brain. Yeah. So, uh-huh. so okay. uh, Ellen, did you play? Uh, I stumbled onto an accidental strategy here. Ellen, did you play the defense because you knew it was hopeless? Uh, yeah. So, so, <laughs> so even though I didn't do this, I actually didn't realize I had a defensive limb card. So that would be a, that's a bluffing strategy. I could just say like, ah, well, I got nothing. And then All that- Actually, right? so. actually, Mark, mm-hmm. the real, the truth. I uh. forgot I was supposed to sabotage the mission. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are excellent players of this game. I love it. <laughs> Interesting game. The only winning move is to forget what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. <laughs> okay, well, we pretty much hit an hour now. Yeah. So um, I think uh, we've learned a lot and I yeah. think we have a really solid idea for how to go forward. Yeah. Um, we can do two or three minutes of postmortem before yeah. we call it, uh, yeah. put a button on it. That sounds good. I feel like every time we do a nice games jam, I'm always like, I want to make this game. I want to play it. Me too. <laughs> What's great is when we, when we do stumble onto a card game like this, something that's actually just physically, like something we can actually make. Yeah. Getting this, getting this to a, a proper uh, uh, place won't be as hard as some of our other designs. Right. So yeah. I, I would be happy for funsies on a weekend, uh, hammering it out if, if, if the, you two would love to, because yeah. this is great. I love this. Yeah. We've never, really we've never cool. done like a nice games jam continued, but like, uh, <laughs> we could do a part two on this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. really good. That would be And cool. then we don't have to use our free time. I love it. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't planning on it using it really anyway, but now I'll use right, it for something yeah. more fun. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 I uh thanks to the you know the comments from the chat and there and the ideas like there were some pretty <laughs> someone suggested sinkhole as a natural disaster. Oh, and I'm not sure good. what the robot would do like <laughs> shovel more 
into you it. Need, like, shut a grappling up. hook, or in case you fall down there, or well, obviously the play is to have more swords so you can punch the sinkhole into submission. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> if you flatten all the land around the sinkhole, it's no longer a sinkhole. Exactly. Then it's <laughs> right, just <right>. land. <laughs> Extreme terraforming. You just yeah. yeah. Then it's just like a depression. It's a cauldron. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I really liked how, like, I, I was, I mean, I was drawing all the stuff, so I was a bit distracted. I couldn't quite, but I understood what we were doing, like, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. while we were doing it, which was great. Um, y'all described the rules very well enough for me to understand it while I was even distracted. Doing great so. job keeping up with these, like, brainstorming is, yeah. you know, there's ideas flying everywhere, especially when you got a bunch yeah. of people who are excited about it, and you kept up really well. And Thanks. your handwriting. <laughs> Isn't that bad? Oh, yay. Okay, you can read this. It says robust. <laughs> mm-hmm. It says brain body. <laughs> yes, brain body legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes no, I that's, yeah, I think that, um, I mean, we're time constrained here, but one yeah. of the really good skills of prototyping is like, we are throwing out a ton of ideas, right. but when you need to try it out, mm-hmm. to be able to distill that into something that's workable mm-hmm. yeah. and, uh, and seeing us kind of like fumble around with that. But Steven, you're the, you're the hand that did it. So mm-hmm. uh, well done, because I think we could have easily <laughs> spun out a little bit further or wasted even more time yeah. uh, trying to find our way to something like that. But it, I think the heart of the idea, we were able to get enough cards to, and enough things, you know, actually to do it. So that's yeah. fantastic. Well, I think that, you know, brings me to the thing I was going to add is this is one of the reasons I love doing this is just such a great example of the idea of time boxing, like giving Mm -hmm. yourself an uncomfortably short time constraint to try to get something done. Not because you can actually think you're going to get it done and be satisfied with the result, but you're never going to be satisfied. Like you being satisfied is not a good criteria for finishing a thing when you're just starting out by idea generation. You just have to get stuff out there and build it and try it. And so, you know, making yourself do it fast is is a good way to to get stuff done. Yeah, that's why we have a timer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a really ominous timer, though. I, mean, I, I wish it came in blue or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, this is another part of the show we edit out a little bit where we say, are we done? Ready to do the outro? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Hey, that's our show. I uh, want to thank 2DCon for hosting this live episode and to all the donors to Able Gamers. And you can get in on that, 2DCon.net slash donate. You can still donate. Uh, Able Gamers, very cool cause. If you're watching us live, stick around for spicy fan fiction. Uh, time got sort of stretched away this evening, but that should be coming up very shortly. Uh, check out our website, nicegames.club, for show notes and links uh, to resources on this project. We're also going to put the uh, video for it. So if you're listening to us on the normal feed, you can watch us. Uh, you can see Ellen's amazing clock and Steven's really cool deck of cards uh, in the on the show page. Um, if you like this episode, give us a review on your favorite podcast app and tell your friends. Independent podcasts like ours rely on word of mouth to grow. We love hearing from our listeners as well. So for a quick way to give us feedback on the show, head over to nicegames.club slash feedback and fill out a short little form. You can get in touch with us uh, on Twitter at Nice Games Club, where Dale tweets about game dev resources and VR accordions. Or you can email us uh, at contact at nicegames.club. Ask us questions, suggest topics, or just say hello. So until we start again, remember to play nice and make nice.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 